welcome to the Conversations About Light podcast, a King's Cross podcast illuminating our desire to engage in lighthearted conversations that are grounded in scripture. Our hope is that through these conversations, our community will be encouraged and grow in their curiosity about light. Right, welcome back to another episode of Conversations About Light. I'm your host, Caleb, and I'm joined here today with Jib and Tripti. G'day, g'day. How's it going? Hello. Hey, Tripti. Hello. So glad that you're joining us for this conversation today. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. So it's kind of been a long time coming, hasn't it? It has. We've talked for a long time about getting the wives on um, and getting other voices as well. And... Uh, it's just about time and we're stoked to have you. Yes, I 100% agree. So we're currently in the book of James um, in the series of Gospel Living. So we'll get into that in a second. Um, but the question that I have for you guys, have you prepped Trip D for this, Jib? Yes, and she knows <laughs> as much about the question as I always do, which Great. is nothing at all. And probably but it's just that it's coming. Probably about as much as I know as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... If you had to travel, we've had a past and present one before, but that was related to, I think, descendants or something like that. Right. But you personally, if you had to travel to live for a year in the future or in the past, but it's 200 years from this date, what would you choose? Oh, for me, it's got to be the future, definitely. Um, oh, yeah, me too. Living conditions 200 years ago. That's right. Probably not solid. That's already like a disincentive for the past. Right. And then I can't even imagine what we're moving towards 200 years from now. I'd love to know. So, yeah, and for me, it's totally weighted towards the future. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'd love to see what the world's like in 200 years. Um, and I guess linked to the, the question you had asked previously, I'd love to see you know, what our families up to. Yeah. Years from now, I don't know good. if we'd even know who they are, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would just be cool to see. Right. So you say you don't know who they are in terms of you wouldn't recognize them, or, or just how far they've traveled and changed. Yeah, the smart name would still be going. Do they still love Jesus? Big questions. Big questions. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm glad you put 200 years on it because I think it changes it quite a bit. If you'd said 2,000 years, yeah. Um, 2,000 years would probably be before the ministry of Jesus, but we're getting close to it. But it's, it's like that's a different question to me. The living conditions are probably much harder than 200 years ago. But it's this, it's this space in history that I would love to have witnessed. Right. Know? It's a very – I was thinking about it before in terms of – I mean, we, we probably need to get into the conversation, sure. the actual conversation <laughs> soon. But in terms of like – I was like, I wonder humans if we have a hopeful disposition – toward the future right so exactly right. what you said is oh, like true. the future will be much better than the past conditions but a lot can happen in 200 years it's true i think culturally i know we want to move on but, but, but culturally <laughs> i think there's a sense for a lot of people that like we're we're doomed unless we turn things around really quickly we're going to destroy our world i do have more of a hopeful disposition when it comes to that as yeah. well so yeah interesting thoughts well there you have it so Thanks, Caleb. we're in the book of James, we're reading from James 1, verse 5 to 12. So do you mind reading for us, Tripti? Yep, definitely. James 1, 5 to 12. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. 
For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation, because like a flower of the grass he will pass away. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass, its flower falls and its beauty perishes. So also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Awesome. Thanks for that. Yeah. A lot a lot in that scripture to unpack. So what are our initial thoughts, what we're noticing in this portion of scripture? Yeah, it is a lot, isn't it? It's always a lot to unpack in that many verses of scripture. But I guess in the other epistles, you'll often stay on one topic in that space. Uh, whereas this is perhaps one of the reasons James is referred to the Proverbs of the New Testament is the the way he moves from topic to topic quite quickly. But he's not a light on each topic, is he? So here we have wisdom. Ask for it and God will give it to you. We have uh, um, let the lowly boast in exaltation, but the rich in humiliation. And we have uh, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial and, and the reward that is the, at the end of that. Those are, those are three or four, um, gee, proper topics that each could have been their own podcast episode, each could have been their own right. sermon. Yep. But if we unpacked every one little topic in James, uh, this sermon series will go as long as our Luke series did, I think. Right, a couple of years there. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. <laughs> what about yourself, Tripti? What are you noticing in the, the scripture? Yeah, I just love, well, first of all, he says, if any of you lack, lacks wisdom, which... Yes. <laughs> That's a yes, we all lack wisdom. Um, I love that it'll be given him if you ask God um, and given to us generously. I think yeah. um, that's just such an encouraging thing and it just makes you want to ask God and not look to yourself. But no, let me ask God first because when I ask, he will give it and he gives it generously. Um, why isn't that the first place yeah. we turn to yeah. yeah isn't that so good i think if, if we if we imagine god to be like a genie there's like all this fiction that we've we've grown up on that's like oh be careful what you wish for or right. if we um imagine him to be i don't know like like an all-knowing but but an all-knowing oracle with no compassion or kind of thing it's sort of like you know who are we to even kind of come and bring anything and he probably won't even listen to us mm. um whereas here we have very clear, ask for wisdom, expecting wisdom, you'll get wisdom from God. And there's this beautiful basis. Uh, James, the letter would have been written uh, probably before the Gospels, um, but but the Gospels happened, like that Jesus' life happened before uh, James was written. And we have these beautiful examples in like uh, Matthew 7 where Jesus says, ask and it will be given to you because um, uh if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? It's this understanding that oh, because we are God's children in Jesus, we get to ask God for good things with the expectation that he'll give good things to us. He's not going to withhold good things from us and he knows what's actually good and wisdom definitely always is good. Proverbs is really clear on that. A lot of the Old and New Testament is really clear on that. And so the more we look in the rest of Scripture, the more easily we come back to this guarantee from James. Ask for wisdom. Expect wisdom. Get wisdom. God's going to give it to you. 
That's, that's a beautiful, exciting promise. That's awesome. What, what do you think it means when he says, let him ask with faith, with no doubting? Yeah, that's a good question. I think when God doesn't answer our prayer with a yes, or we're asking for with a yes, it's usually for some, it would be for some greater purpose because he's good. So if he's if he's withholding, if he's not answering that prayer, if he's not giving us that wisdom we've asked for, he's got to have a good reason for it. And it may be that um, we're not actually walking with him. We're not actually in relationship with him. We're not actually trusting in him. What James isn't giving here is a, um, here are the words, here's the question to ask to the open sky and receive a reward. It's not like, hey, God, if you are there, give me wisdom. It's not a, it's not a way of testing God. Mm. But it's a, because you know your father and he's good, he will, be, he will answer you if you're his child. Yeah. So I think, I think yeah. that's part of it. And it, it may be um, that God does um, act to help us grow in our faith. Um, and that can be... Um, that that's probably something that plays into this as well as as to whether or not he's going to say yes. Yeah, awesome. What are some other things that jump out at you? I think the the lowly expecting to be exalted, um, or believing their exaltation and the rich in their humiliation is an interesting picture. Um, why do like Jesus talks about who's first will be last and last will be first? Of course, um, but. Why, when we look at the family of God, what it looks like to be in the kingdom of God, why do we see that uh, the lowly lifted up, but the up <laughs> brought low? Mm. Uh, how do we see that, mm. Tripti? Yeah, well, I think from a worldly perspective, um, being lowly in socioeconomic status, um, there's hope for you in Christ because we are raised because we are seen as um, as Christ um, by God, we have His right. We have Christ's righteousness Huge. on us. So yeah. we may be lowly here on earth, but the way God sees us, and really the only way that matters, is um, as Christ. And so you are exalted in that way. Mm. Um, and then you have the rich who here on earth are thriving um, and have that um, praise and sort of honor that's bestowed on them from people around them, but as Christ was humbled, um, when we are in Christ, we also will be humbled in yeah, some way to some degree. And so there is sort of this evening out um, for all of us, whether you're, whatever status you have here on earth, God sees us the same, um, either lifted up because of, through Christ or humbled as Christ was. And so awesome. there's this hope for the lowly um, and also this humble reminder of um, yeah, what it is to live a life of faith, a life um, for Christ. Lovely. That's so good. This is kind of, um, for the lowly, how kind and wonderful and merciful is God that I'd be seen by him and acknowledged by him and lifted up by him. And for the, for the proud and the rich, it's the how great and huge and mighty is God that I'll be so, so far beneath him in and of myself. Yeah, and then there's this, well, both will pass away. So yeah. you, being um, of a lowly status here on earth, well, that will pass away as the flower does. Um, and being rich as well, that will fade. So it's still there's this hope because it's not going to last forever. Your, um, 
sort of pain or suffering or trials here and also the good and the praise and um, sort of the high status that also will not last. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so good. And, and it does bring us to that, that last bit. Um, blessed are those who remain steadfast under trial. It's um, the rich and the poor uh, face trials. The rich and the poor are required to remain steadfast. And that's a, a work of faith in the goodness of God um, that is available to anyone and everyone. Mm. There's no social status that ex- excludes you. There's no wealth requirement. There's um, even no cleverness requirement, yeah. um, nor, nor cleverness exclusion. And for all who are faithful to God, they will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. That's so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's – oh, go for it. Well, that's the, the only crown worth pursuing, right? right? So right. it's that idea of storing your treasures up in heaven, not here. Yeah. Um, because the things here will pass, but we are looking forward to eternity. We're looking forward to being with Christ. Um, and so that crown of life, which is eternal life with him, that's what matters. And that's the same whether no matter where, what background you have or where you're coming from yeah. here, we have that. And so, yeah, just as a reminder to like, what crowns are you pursuing here? Mm. <laughs> what crowns um, do you think will give you life that actually won't? Yeah, and are you pursuing the one, like the crown of life that we have been promised? Um, on that note of that great equalization that we experience, mm. I think it's definitely an immense privilege to grow up um, raised by parents who love Jesus and teach you to love Jesus. I think that's wonderful. But still, regardless of which culture you're in, regardless of where you are in the world or what what your trials are, um, it is a miraculous work of God that any of us be saved. Yeah. And so what it means is we can have um, confidence uh, and, and, and determination and, and resting in the spirit and boldness um, in our conversations with anyone, no matter what their background is. Mm. I know this is, this is really kind of um, springing off a tangent from the, from the rich versus poor, but really um, whatever your background, whatever your friend's background whatever your brother or sister's or parent's situation, God can save them from their sin. All they need to do is love him. And people from every single background imaginable have entered into the kingdom because of what Jesus has done. And so uh, that's that, that hope that we have. We need to understand that that's all, that, all it is that kind of gets us into the kingdom is mm. knowing Jesus and loving him mm. um, because that's the hope that's, that we can give to anyone and everyone else as well. Yeah, I like that. It's sort of a reminder of that, like that question of contentment or where yeah. are you putting your heart's desires mm. or what you're saying before, Tripti, like what crowns do you have mm. in your life? What are you pursuing? Um, and it speaks into the question of like, is God enough? Mm. So if you have little, you can ask that question, like, is God enough in this place? Mm. Or if you have lots, it's the same question. Like, yeah. is God enough? Like, do I need more? Yeah. Um, and it's it's that, like, God is enough no matter if you have lots or little. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's just a, a beautiful a beautiful place to be. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
So just then in closing, what's something that we can go into this week thinking about? What's an encouragement that you'd have for the community um, of King's Cross? Um, I think I think what you were saying, Caleb, about having that contentment no matter um, where you're at currently. So, you know, we're all going to be in different in different places, going through different things. Um, you might be going through a really hard time or, you know, you're living your best life. And wherever, you're, wherever you are, um, just remembering that Christ is enough. Um, and so if, you, if you're struggling, Christ is enough. And looking forward to that hope that we have mm. is something that, that, yeah, that keeps us going, that gives us um, motivation, that gives us encouragement, that gives us hope. Um, and if things are going really well, sort of not holding too tightly to that, um, but knowing that, um, I guess it's like storing up what, when things are going well, you sort of are storing up um, for when things aren't going to go so well for you, because yeah. that's inevitable, it's inevitable, it's going to come. Um, so just remembering that I'm in a good place now, but yeah, not to hold too tightly, but yeah, to know good. that in the good and the bad, God is in control. Um, and he's given us... He's given us himself. He's given us the Holy Spirit to walk with us and to um, yeah, to keep us going no matter what we're going through right now. Yeah, good. Yeah, everyone try and maybe connect them all together. Because God is generous, a generous father, the generous father who loves all his children equally and has given us life in Jesus, let's remember to look to him and ask him for help. Ask him for what we need. Um, depend on him and demonstrate our dependence on him with how we go to him that's not how you show that you that you depend on god for the sake of showing it but it's just a necessary part of being a child of god who knows his dad is good <laughs>